Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. East to middle 60s, cloudy skies overnight, an isolated shower or two can't be ruled out. We're in the 40s by early tomorrow morning. Mostly cloudy on your Saturday, daytime highs in the 60s, scattered midday showers. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. And right now, we're at 64 in the nation's capital. 259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. A big shakeup in Maryland's U.S. Senate race with a well-known new entry. I'm Mitchell Miller. Today on The Hill. Breaking news. We're learning more about the two-year-old who was killed during a shooting in Prince George's County last night. Thousands of us got burned by scammers last year. I'm Neil Loggenstein. It's the San Francisco 49ers against the Kansas City Chief at this Sunday's Super and at 3.15, James Brown of CBS Sports will join us to talk about Sunday's big game. On Wall Street right now, the Dow is down 35 points. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King. From the president on down, the White House is slamming the special counsel's comments on Mr. Biden's mental state and memory skills. White House counsel spokesman Ian Sams. When the inevitable conclusion is that the facts and the evidence don't support any charges, you're left to wonder why this report spends time making gratuitous and inappropriate criticisms of the president. Vice President Harris has made similar comments, calling the report statements politically motivated. Harris spoke just before the White House announced plans to name a task force to protect classified documents during presidential transitions. The Senate has given preliminary approval for a $95 billion foreign aid package that would include money for both Israel and Ukraine. CBS's Scott McFarland says there's a long road ahead for any possible final approval. This process is going to roll right through the weekend, and it's quite likely there will actually be votes here on Sunday. This is a process that's going to go into next week. There's going to be amendment likely on border security issues, part of the remnants of the border security package that fell apart earlier this week. Israel's prime minister wants the military to figure out how to evacuate Palestinian civilians in Rafah, southern Gaza, while planning a ground invasion simultaneously. CBS's Robert Berger is in Jerusalem. Rafah is seen as the last bastion of Hamas, and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says Israel cannot win the war without destroying the last four Hamas battalions there. Once that is done, perhaps there could be a road to a ceasefire to win the release of hostages. Law enforcement is looking for the man they say shot and killed a deputy and wounded another in eastern Tennessee. The visibly upset Blood County Sheriff broke the news. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. We had officers killed on a traffic stop. Another female officer was shot in the leg. She returned fire. The sheriff says a warrant has been issued for 42-year-old Kenneth DeHart. We're going to get this man off the streets of East Tennessee and put him behind bars. He is wanted on suspicion of first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and being a felon in possession of a firearm. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. Heading into Super Bowl weekend, who'd have thought that snack food makers were in trouble? Here's CBS's Jason Brooks. Inflation-squeezed Americans aren't buying as many snacks and soft drinks, and that's sank PepsiCo's quarterly revenue for the first time in nearly four years. North American sales were down for Pepsi's beverage business. Quaker Foods division, including its 
granola bars and cereals, and its Frito-Lay snacks unit, which includes Cheetos and Doritos. On Wall Street, the Dow is down 52, the NASDAQ up 202. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's 3.03 on Friday, February the 9th. We have sunshine, beautiful, feels like spring. Highs right now around 60. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Campaign 2024 here on WTOP, and bam, Maryland's U.S. Senate race has just gotten a lot more competitive. Former Governor Larry Hogan has announced he is now in the running to succeed retiring Senator Ben Cardin. WTOP's Mitchell Miller today on the Hill. I'm completely fed up with politics as usual. The state's most prominent Republican announcing his candidacy in a video he released. We can do so much better, but not if we keep electing the same kind of typical partisan politicians. Today was the filing deadline for the race. Hogan will be favored for the GOP nomination in a field that includes seven other Republican candidates. Among those seeking the Democratic nomination are Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks and Congressman David Trone. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Meantime, Hogan has told News Nation, he told News Nation that is last year, he would not run for the U.S. Senate seat. The Senate's an entirely different job, and you, you're, you know, you're one of uh, 100 people arguing all day. Uh, not a lot gets done in the Senate. Um, and uh, most, most former governors that I know that go into the Senate aren't really thrilled with the job. Hogan, in fact, many times said he wasn't going to run for the U.S. Senate seat, even though he was being courted by several people. Keep it here on WTOP for all the details, additional details, if any, come down. Reaction and analysis about this decision from Larry Hogan, again, to run for the U.S. Senate seat in Maryland. 3.05 and new this afternoon, the toddler who was shot and killed in Langley Park last night has now been identified as two-year-old Jeremy who Ceceres, Prince George's County Police, say the toddler and his mother were shot outside an apartment complex. Both were taken to the hospital. The toddler later died. The mother's expected to be okay. Prince George's County Police are now offering a $25,000 reward for any information that leads to an arrest. 305, nobody likes getting scammed. Most people that are scammed say it's expensive and it's inconvenient. WTOP's Neil Augenstein tells us that we are learning a lot of us are scammed in the past year. Consumers in our area reported losing $13 million to scams in just last year. That reflects almost 6,300 reports of fraud. With an average loss of about $442, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. Identity theft and imposter scams top the list. The way a consumer would typically come across this, either they get a notification that that an account has been opened in their name or they go to get a credit card and discover that somebody has opened a credit card in their name in the last few months and they didn't realize that because they didn't do it. If someone claims to be from a government agency and says you need to make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency, he says that's always a scam. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Baltimore Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson won't be playing in the Super Bowl this Sunday, but it'll still be a special day for him. Governor Wes Moore in Maryland has proclaimed Sunday, February 11th, Lamar Jackson Day in honor of Jackson being named the NFL Most Valuable Player for the second time. Moore says Lamar is a generational talent and recognizes him for accomplishments both on and off the field. 
306. It just premiered at the Sundance Film Festival two weeks ago. Now, WTOP Entertainment Editor Jason Fraley tells us the coming-of-age film Suncoast drops on Hulu today. It is a coming-of-age story. It's a dramedy, but we really tried to keep it light and be a movie that you walk away feeling good at the end. Writer-director Laura Chin cast Nico Parker as a Florida teen who clashes with her single mom, Laura Linney, over how to best grieve her dying brother in hospice. He's my child. When he's in pain, I'm in pain. I'm your child, too. This mother and daughter are experiencing grief in the complete opposite ways. Laura Linney's character is very activated. She wants to fix it. She wants to make it perfect. And I think Doris, Nico's character is numb and detached and wants to deny and run away. And so they're clashing. They're both like, you are not grieving him correctly. Here are full chat on my podcast, Beyond the Fame. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A local magazine and media company has been sold. I'm Jeff Glabel. 308. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and we head over to the traffic center. Dave Dildine. From Quantico to Fredericksburg on I-95, southbound past Centerport Parkway. The overturned car and the heavy rescue response after the exit point for U.S. Route 17 and near the point where the local and through lanes divide. Paramedics are cutting the roof off a car right now, and the right side of the main line is blocked. That would be the side that would go into the local lanes. If you need a Fredericksburg exit, you can do one of two things. You can exit early, taking exit 133 Falmouth, and ride that long service road that parallels the local lanes. That actually connects with the local lanes close to the Rappahannock River. Or you can ride through the backup and get by the heavy rescue response with through traffic, single file to the left, and then swing back over to the right and get into the local lanes. There is room beyond downstream from the crash response to take or connect with the local lanes. Or you can stay through and stay left and get across the main span of the Rappahannock River Bridge. Northbound on 95, just residual delays pulling into Woodbridge. The crash in Dale City clear. 66, normal congestion westbound near Nutley Street and 123. Beltway traffic heavy, but it's not terrible. In Maryland, certainly slow on the Interloop and Silver Spring and in patches on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Heaviest traffic near Fort Meade. This we expect. 95 northbound getting a little slower north of Laurel. Southbound, the distraction of a crash on the right shoulder near 212. I-97 northbound beyond 50, still sluggish. Getting a look at the crash on the median strip near the Hawkins Road overpass. And in Crofton, the recovery of a truck involved in a wreck. On Route 3 southbound after Crawford Boulevard at Lashed Port, traffic on Route 3 south was held. The WTOP newsroom furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses, Regency Furniture, affordable, never looked so good. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. A nice way to end the work and school week across the DMV. Mix of sun and clouds, temperatures upper 50s to middle 60s, winds from the south. Cloudy skies this evening and into the overnight may find an isolated shower or two. Wake up temperatures will be in the 40s. We're back in the 60s tomorrow, but I'm tracking a cold front. This may trigger a few midday and late afternoon showers. Scattered showers draw to a close early Sunday morning to the south. Temperatures will be in the 50s, and by Monday and Tuesday, we're looking
looking at wet weather. I'm 7 News meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Love to take the show on the road today and be outside. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Be fantastic. I keep lobbying for the patio. <laughs> we need the rooftop deck. We need to make it happen. Yeah. Sunshine right now if you are outside. 65 in Manassas, 61 Metro Center, 64 degrees in Frederick. All brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months. No payment. No interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Bethesda Magazine and online local news site MoCo360 have been sold to Today Media for an undisclosed sum. Today Media's other magazines include Delaware Today, Mainline Today, Westchester Magazine, and Hudson Valley Magazine. Hard liquor topped beer and wine sales for the second year in a row last year. Vodka was last year's top seller in the U.S., followed by tequila and American whiskey. Canned cocktails were the fastest-growing category, up 27%. A century-old New York furniture store is coming to the D.C. area. The Washington Business Journal says Fortune Off Backyard Store will open big furniture stores in Falls Church, Woodbridge, and Sterling. The company started in 1922 as a pushcart selling pots and pans in Brooklyn. Wall Street's Friday closing bell. Less than an hour away. The Dow is down 49, but the S&P 500 is up 26. That's a half percent. The Nasdaq's up 190 points. That is one and a quarter percent. Jeff Glabel, WTOP News. Your small business keeps you on the go. Progressive Commercial Insurance keeps your policy within reach with their easy-to-use mobile app. Learn more at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Coming up, we have been waiting all season. Finally, it is Super Bowl Sunday. We'll go deeper into the match and matchup that is between the 49ers and the Chiefs with James Brown of CBS Sports. That's coming up, 312. And now, another contractor spotlight from IBEW Local 26. Joe Tintle, Director of Operations with Jet Tech Solutions. Well, primarily the local has provided the opportunities to work with larger corporations. They've also provided education, which is substantial. If I worked in a non-union, I would not have had the opportunities for education, at least not available to me as as a normal individual with owning a house and, you know, living day-to-day life. The education that you require to even get started is substantial. Job management and project management do come with that section of working within IBEW. To start growing your electrical business, go to IBEWLocal26.org and click Business Opportunities. IBEW Local 26, where electrical contractors come to grow. Football fans, FanDuel has the perfect way for everyone to get it on the Super Bowl 58 action with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Dave Preston here, and when you bet on Super Bowl 58 on FanDuel, one game can mean a lot of wins. America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets, like the money line and the spread, plus all sorts of prop bets. That means when you combine all your bets for a chance at a bigger payday, you'll get bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win. For example, I can take the Chiefs, the over on Patrick Mahomes passing yards, and Christian McCaffrey to score at any time 
second touchdown. Start building your own or just bet a popular SGP already made for you in America's number one sports book. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Presto if you don't already have an account. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports book partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in Virginia. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fandle.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Later this hour, why now might be the time to start shopping for a new used car. Keep it here on WTOP. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll. Like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling. Up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Well, we made it to Super Bowl weekend. Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers take the field in Las Vegas this Sunday. Kickoff is at 6.30 in the evening. And James Brown, the host of NFL Today on CBS, joins us from Las Vegas. He's also a special correspondent on CBS News. JB, thanks so much for joining us. No, first of all, this is family. I wanted to make certain that I didn't hear you actually doing the commercial before doing it live. <laughs> wanted to make certain that I didn't step on Ann's toes based on whoever she's picking in this game. So it's all good. <laughs> all right. Hey, JB, first thing, we want to know how Vegas is treating you. Uh, certainly a new venue for the NFL this year. That it is the first time ever. But you know what? Uh, for quite a number of years, I was blessed to host championship boxing here for HBO for about two years. So there's no question. These people, look, it's the entertainment capital of the world. They know how to do entertainment. There are big shows here. I'm expecting nothing but an ace effort from their standpoint. And yours truly is ever the homebody. I look, my wife, she'll get out to enjoy the grandkids, daughter and son-in-law, but yours truly, I'm in the room preparing. (laughs) I bet you are working hard. No real drama from either team or their players, at least so far. Hopefully we're not jinxing it, JB. But does that have to do with the fact that they've kept them staying so far away from the strip? Do you think that's helped? That is, there's no question. And most teams do just that. But you would also like to think, and at this point, certainly with the leadership in the case of Kansas City, it is Patrick Mahomes. In the case of San Francisco, you've got a number of veterans there who have made it clear. The coaching staff clearly let them know that this could be not for Kansas City. They've been here before. But for a lot of the San Francisco 49ers, hey, you know what? This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And even if you have been here before, you want to go away with the victory. It's amazing to me in talking to a lot of the players who have been here who didn't win it, say it's almost like they would prefer not to have been here um, in that they lost as opposed to winning it. They know what's at stake. Let's talk about what's, uh, what could happen on the field. We have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the high-power Chiefs offense against a very good 49ers defense. Uh, it's, a, it's an interesting matchup here. That it is, and actually both defenses, if I can throw Kansas City's in there, because that defense of Kansas City has carried them through most of the season until offensively 
they had a couple of players step up, young guys like Rasheed Rice, the wide receiver, Isaiah Pacheco with his running attack, which has opened things up for that telepathic, that telepathic connection that Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, otherwise known as Taylor Swift's boyfriend, (laughs) that's opened it up for him to be able to do that. On the San Francisco side, yes, and while Brock Purdy continues to be underestimated by so many. The young fella has been nothing short of excellence. Let's see how he manages all the pomp and circumstance. JB, will I see Taylor on the set with you doing a one-on-one, maybe during the game, before the game, after the sit-down with the two of them? What's going to happen? She probably can do anything that she wants. It's not in my production sheet rundown that she will be, but our producers did say be prepared for the unexpected I would welcome that look. She's driven the needle. So many young people, especially young ladies, are watching now. That's not a bad thing. Uh, JB, looking forward to your coverage uh, this Sunday. Have fun out there. Appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys so much. Have a great day, too. You too. James Brown of the NFL Today on CBS Special Correspondent at CBS News. Center we go, Dave Dildine. Friday traffic around and near the Beltway, more or less routine, some slowing here and there, but no dramatic incidents near the close-in suburbs. Down in Stafford County on I-95 southbound, it's heavy and slow in the main lanes beyond exit 140 and uh, past Centerport Parkway. The crash happened at the jumble of ramps for 17, the local, the through lanes, and the end of the 95 express lanes. Southbound in the main lanes of I-95, it is after the long exit point for Route 17 and near the split for the local and the through lanes. At that lane divide, all traffic gets by single file to the left. You also have the option of the 95 express lanes. That slip ramp and the flyover ramp for 17 puts you on above and beyond the crash response. That crash involves an overturned car. Again, main lanes of 95 southbound after the exit point for US 17, you get by single file to the left. In Maryland... In Crofton, there's a crash on Route 3 southbound after Crawford Boulevard. A tractor trailer was involved. 97 north of Route 50, the crash is clear. And just standard volume delays on 270-95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield cares about the communities in which they live, work, learn, play, and seek care. They work hard to make communities they serve better, healthier places to live. Join them at carefirst.com slash careers. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Steve, we've got spring on this winter day. Oh, it is so, so nice outside right now. The sun, though, is going to start to fade a little bit over the next hour or two as our next weather maker that's going to arrive midday tomorrow moves closer and closer to the metro area. But if you have outdoor plans this evening, it's going to be fantastic as our temperatures slowly fall through the 50s. Now, for the overnight, we'll eventually drop into the 40s by early tomorrow morning. May see a stray shower or two, not expecting a whole lot out there. And then Saturday, looking at that cold front across the region as you move through the midday and afternoon, may trigger a few more showers. Hours. Highs will be in the 60s, but it's behind the front. That push of colder air, or cooler air, I should say, on Sunday. Temperatures will be in the 50s. Showers will skirt the area to the south. And then moving into late Monday, excuse me, into Tuesday, that's when we're going to look for a better chance for wet weather. It's 66 in Manassas, 63 in Fairfax, and 63 degrees in College Park. Thank you, Steve. Brought to you by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP.
Using social media to help prosecute violent crime. I'm Scott Gelman. 321. Here's Kimberly Harris, the Director of Community Health and Social Impact at Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield, on the discussion Advancing Healthcare with Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Sponsored by Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield. Because it's more invisible when we talk about health equity and the racial disparities as it relates to healthcare, that is something that is sort of a moving target, if you will. Like you can't put your finger on it all of the time, but when we talk about systemic racism or where we might even have services and how those services are rolled out, maternal health in terms of the disparities with women of color versus women that are not of color and, you know, health outcomes related to childbirth, et cetera, racial inequities, that would be at the top of the list. But we're addressing it through health equity. And so Care First Blue Cross Blue Shield Association has health equity as a, a strategy for all of the Blue Cross Blue Shield plans and more specifically Care First is participating in that. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Hello, I'm Abigail Spanberger, and I am proud to serve Virginia's 7th District in Congress. Here's something you might not know. If you or a loved one are having an issue with a federal agency, like the IRS, the VA, or Social Security, my office can help. Serving Virginians, including our veterans, seniors, and federal employees, is my job. So if we can help, go to spanberger.house.gov. That's spanberger.house.gov. Paid for by the funds authorized by the House of Representatives for the 7th District of Virginia. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. 323. We told you last month the Justice Department is adding more federal resources to fight crime in D.C. But what exactly does that partnership look like? WTOP Scott Gelman tells us it involves turning to social media to help prosecute violent crime. We continue to be laser focused on community safety. U.S. Attorney for D.C. Matthew Graves is noticing changes in how crimes are happening. These are people um, that have gotten into dispute over social media in different parts of the city that weren't connected before. Their prosecution strategy is evolving with help from agencies such as the FBI. Cases based on social media and communications and the conspirators' words um, and not just having to rely on hoping to get an eyewitness. Digital communication is being used in many different types of cases, including a carjacking ring that Graves says involved a group of teenagers. He's expecting the extra help to allow his office to pick up the pace. It's one thing for numbers to change, but people have to, safety is very personal. In downtown D.C., Scott Gelman, WTOP News. After years of skyrocketing prices in the U.S., car experts say prices of used cars are starting to come down. Experts say dealerships are stocked again after suffering from supply chain backlogs that left many lots low on options for buyers. Brands with excess inventory like Ford, GM, and Stellantis are most likely to lower their prices. And with the Federal Reserve set to cut interest rates this year, sky-high auto loan rates could also level off. That's ABC News correspondent Elizabeth Schulz. 
Sports at 25 and 55. 325. George Wallace is here. Uh, Doug Williams is still hanging around town. And uh, he has, of course, uh, been with the team for oh, yeah. a good long time. And now that we've got new ownership in town, he's uh, taking a look at the draft this year for the Commanders. Huh? He is. Yeah, he's in Vegas. So he's making the rounds. He was just on NFL Network. And he was just flat out <laughs> asked if... If the uh, commanders have called the Bears yet at number one to talk about a trade. I'm, I'm going to say we hadn't at this particular time. You know, I think Adam, this is the first next week going to be the first time that Adam get a chance to sit in with, with, with the uh, scouts and, and everybody that is in personnel to, to go over, you know, what their plans are. 